Spivey here and we are the Markout Movie Podcasters and this is a special day Brandon Spivey absolutely want to go ahead and let them know what day this is yeah it's the 70th episode but it's the one year anniversary show one year one year year. of talking movies uh, wrestling and everything else in between. <laughs> so, and yep. viruses. So, yeah, hey, we covered it all. We have. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, well, before we get into our anniversary show, uh, you said that you have a bit of uh, movie news. Uh, uh, yeah, quarant- I found a couple quarantine movie news. Yeah, I found a couple things. Have at uh, it. I'll get right into it. I'll get right into it. Jump right in like a great white shark. Here we go. All right. <laughs> but that, interestingly, I said that, and it, I didn't mean to, but the first topic is Watchmen director Stephen Williams Ford's mysterious universal monster movie, Don't Go in the Water. What do you think? Hmm. And it is a shark movie, or you don't know? I don't know. It could be, but it could be something else. Yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see it. Uh, by the way, when you said uh, a shark, a shark jumping in the water, a great white shark jumping in the water, I did. I made a Jim Halper face just, there's, <laughs> just so, so that people know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm down for that movie. It'd be you know I'm down for any movie at this point because you know we're. We're depleted Absolutely. right now. <laughs> Any movie. Absolutely. Well, I'm down for it, of course. I mean, Universal Monster movie, dealing with the water. Uh, I don't even care what it is. Give it to me. <laughs> Just give it to me. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, up next, uh, it's a little heartbreaking at but then again, it's not because they weren't going to do it right anyway. So, but anyway, Netflix Resident Evil series is in limbo. Mm. I got a question before you give your thoughts on that. Why can't any studio tell this video game franchise right? <laughs> Why can't they? Well, uh, <laughs> it's a several, several things, I think. Uh, one being. Uh, I don't know. Just I, I cannot be honest. I'm tired. I of, want you to be honest. Thank you. I'm tired <laughs> of Resident Evil. Period. I'm just so tired of it. Why won't this die? It's just like you know, I never liked any of the uh, other movies with uh, Mila Djokovic. 
I think the second one was the most entertaining for me. Um, but I think after that, just really, I don't even know how many of it. It's like it's like nine of them. I have no idea. But I think there's seven. I seven think. of them. Okay. Six or yeah. seven. Yeah, I really, I don't. I'm. I just want all Resident Evil everything to just be finished. Well, we disagree <laughs> on this, sir. I want it right, <laughs> not done, but right. Well, you want do it done, right? I'd right. be very happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do something with Resident Evil, you, hey, here's here's how I feel about it. You're gonna do it, do it right, or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. But I feel that way pretty much about every video game adaptation. Do it right. Or don't do it. Don't waste our time. Don't waste the fans' time. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I say, uh, well, they've already screwed up there, but uh, Ghostbusters, right? The new Ghostbusters movie. People are concerned about it because of the last movie. And I know how people feel. Don't do it. But, you know. So, anyway. <laughs> Well, I want to I want to interject something there. Uh, I'm not okay. concerned with the new Ghostbusters movie. I feel like it's going to be good. Whenever it does come out, I know that I know a lot of stuff, and this it might be in movie news of other things that has now since been delayed or pushed back, or you know, uh, yeah, but, it's going to yeah. be the last thing. <laughs> but I, but I'm just saying, I don't feel I don't feel bad about it as far as like the movie. Uh, like I feel like it's going to be a good movie, and I feel I feel strongly towards it more than I did the uh, all all girl uh, Ghostbuster movie. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say. I just you know. Well, since you brought that up, I'll go ahead and bring this up. Sony delays every summer film until twenty twenty one. Is are we going to be in quarantine all summer? You think, Aaron? <laughs> I believe so. Uh, I hope the first movie that we get to see in theaters is Halloween Kills. Uh, uh, but I think that's gonna get pushed. I think it's gonna get pushed too. Uh, I know they're holding in, the, holding out that it won't. But this gonna be a weird Academy Award season this year. <laughs> this year. It's gonna you're gonna see you're gonna see Brahms a boy two be up for an Academy Award because we haven't had anything. It's gonna be one of those type well, of things. Elizabeth Moss is a shoe in to win Best Actress. She is. She is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, right now for Best Actor, oh, they may. Um, I'm trying to think of what truly came out this year. I would say uh, Best Actor. Um, I can't even remember everything that came out now. Um, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't think. Of, I was gonna say uh, honey, honey Boy, but that was last year. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what all came out this year. Honestly, don't have an answer for you. But right now, my, my bottom line is the Academy Awards going to be wide open. <laughs> hey, uh, underwater. Uh, yeah, let's get Kristen Stewart a nominated. I doubt they do it though. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Hey, she may if nothing else comes out for the year. <laughs> Um, You'll be yeah. forced to. You'll yeah. be forced to give horror films best picture nominations. That is the truth. 
yeah. unless you're going to nominate Netflix films, a bunch of those. Yeah, they may. They're still coming. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't see a reason to delay anything from Netflix. Uh, the Hunt. Uh, that looks like that would be it. Onward wins for best uh, best animation. I would say um, Harley Quinn would probably be in this in the race. Emma. Uh, looks like Spencer's confidential being <laughs> running. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what else. I'm sorry. And I get back. Oh, best actor. Uh, ben Affleck, The Way Back. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wins it by landslide <laughs> at this point. Uh, there's no competition there. I mean, not that I saw anyway. I didn't see any other actors, male actors. Come well, close to what he did. Um, I didn't see the banker, and uh, I hadn't seen uh, the Call of the Wild, so you know, uh, it's not Harrison Ford's movie. It's the dogs. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, the dog probably could win a uh, best animated film of the year. Yeah, that's true. All the animals are animated, um, but it wouldn't. Onward should win that. From what I've seen, uh, but you know, Onward could win Best Picture of the Year. Really could, you know, or, or the way back. What the way back could win Best Picture? Uh, yes, it could as well. Um, um, Sonic would be uh, in the animation nomination. I th- I would say, um, yeah. Jim Carrey for Best Comedic Performance. Yeah, give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> hey, this might be a, a President of Year when it comes to the Academy Awards. So hey. I'm actually, I'm actually yeah. down for that. <laughs> Vin Diesel being nominated for Bloodshot. It could happen. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought he did pretty good, but let's not get carried away. I mean, Vin yeah. Diesel's a one-note actor. Yeah. Well, he no. Seriously, but to be be honest with you, uh, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Moss? Is that her name? Yeah. From Invisible uh, Man. Yeah, she should be nominated. That should be nominated for Best Picture, too. The Invisible Man. Even though it's a horror, it was actually one of the best films made this year. So I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel that you know it's saying Sony's delaying till all summer films. I feel every film that's supposed to come out is either going to get delayed or it's going to go to streaming mm. and it's going to lose a lot of money. Do you feel that we can, you know how they say that the worst movies typically typically come out in December and January? Uh, uh, do, so do you believe that some of these movies then now will be pressed to come out in December or, or January? So it's going to change the trend of how movies are released, when movies are released. Because I, I would say well, when theaters actually- open up, they're going to be trying to push to get their theater, their movies out into the screens, you know? Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you got the release dates for next year, plus this year that's not getting released. It's all going to be crammed together. I, you're going to, I don't know. You're going to have a lot of flops. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, nobody won't see everything. See, you can't. You can't see everything. Even I couldn't see everything. I mean, you're, you're putting two years worth of movies in one year. I mean, I doubt anyone changes, you know, whatever's supposed to come out next year, I say he's coming out. Yeah. But hey, good news is we get three Keanu Reeves movies. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Bill and Ted, 
uh, Matrix yeah. and uh, the John Wick film. So yeah, yeah, and and um, and might I add SpongeBob SquarePants because he he has a cameo in that movie. Yeah. Okay, you get four. <laughs> oh, uh, but anyway, getting back to this, uh, Solo Two is a tough sell for Disney Plus. Uh, do you think it's possible they could uh, do it on Disney Plus? Maybe yeah. as a TV series. I would rather see it as a TV series. Uh. You know, uh, that would be kind of cool to see Solo as a TV series. Yeah. The uh, movie movie was fun, but, you know, I would say with the uh, blunder uh, that was the last, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, which I honestly, I dug the movie, you know, but I know that critically it was pretty panned and nobody really, really liked it, you know, uh, but... I would say that they are in um, cleanup mode. So, you know, I don't know how much they really want to explore older things with the series. Maybe they want to now move away from that and move more towards, you know, telling new stories now. Well, I I mean, I just know I personally would love to see it. I love Solo. Uh, I mean, I like it better than the last two Star Wars movies, so. <laughs> but that, that's just me. Uh, I hope it it happens at some point. Uh, I, I just hope it does. But anyway, I got two more. Uh, okay. They both deal with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So uh, I'll just hit them both at the same time. And you give me your thoughts. And I'll tell you what I think. Dwayne Johnson says Hobbs and Shaw 2 is in development and... Rick Flair claims Dwayne Johnson is working on a biopic for him. What are your thoughts on both of these? All right. Uh, yes, for Hobbs and Shaw, too. I think that Hobbs and Shaw 1 was great. Uh, so I think that um, I would like to see see that story continue. Maybe them get hit a little bit more than they did in the first contract. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I like the first movie, so, you know, the, despite what other folks think, I enjoyed it. And um, – and as far as him working on a Ric Flair biopic, as long as it breaks kayfabe and we can get gritty and raw with it, you know, I think it'd be kind of interesting. I wonder who they would cast as a uh, young Ric Flair. Um, I would, I would like to see. I don't know. I guess it would be kind of cool to see a younger, either a younger wrestler that can kind of come across as Flair uh, in the role, or. Uh, an actor that can come across as Ric Flair because Ric, Ric Flair's body type changed a bit. He first was a, a muscular type of wrestler, and then he, uh, he shifted his character to what he was, what he, what we know him as, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I am down for Hobbs and Shaw, too. <laughs> you know that. Um, mm. I love that movie. Uh, so over the top. So cheesy. Oh, give it to me. <laughs> give me, give me, uh, give me. I, I plus, plus the twist at the end, you don't know who's really behind the scenes. Uh, I, I, that story's got to play out. So I w- definitely want to see what where it goes from here. Uh, you know, rumor was it's going to be Keanu Reeves. 
going to be playing that guy. Uh, rumor is also is Ryan Reynolds is pulling the strings. Uh, give me more Ryan and Dwayne uh, banter. I love that. But as far as Ric Flair, um, I think if you're going to do a – I think it's still in development, the Hulk Hogan one. you got to mm-hmm. do Ric Flair. Uh, they're the two biggest, in my opinion, the two biggest wrestlers of all time. Uh, I love Austin, I love Rock, and I, I love Sean to death. But when I think of the two biggest, for me anyway, growing up, it was Flair and Hogan. So, um, that's who I ultimately think of first, uh, as being the top two guys. Uh, but uh, I, I'm down for Flair power pick. I mean, I, he deserves it. Uh, I mean, I'd be interested if they t- they really tell his story. You know, when mm-hmm. he had the plane crash, breaking his back and coming back from that, and I his story it would be unbelievable. I don't think he could fit it in one movie, but I I don't know. It'd be great to see yeah, the stories that him and like him and Piper got into it. Uh, yeah, uh, his, the stories his, they had. His his work alone. Yeah, I was gonna say his uh, his biography, his uh, his autobiography, was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite reads, uh, and I actually read it from cover to cover, uh, and I really enjoyed uh, his book. I enjoyed the Rock's book, um, and I did a little bit of Bischoff's book, but um, and I and I did uh, I think I think I read Foley's God, uh, or yeah, I read I think I read that one as well, but. Um, but yeah, um, Flair, man, his story would be interesting. And I think that um, another thing, somebody else said this, that they would like to see a biopic of, um, of Vince McMahon in early WWE, you know, WWF, like that formulation around WrestleMania and how cutthroat yeah. he was stealing people from different territories. I think that would be kind of interesting. And also I think that would be interesting to see an Attitude Era uh, film that displays the war between WCW and WWF, you know, yeah. them, uh, them battling out and really being, uh, like legitimately, this is what all happened and not like just kayfabing it, you know, uh, but just yeah. really going into like telling the truth, like this is what happened. People. Yeah. The Montreal screw, screw job, like have it all be a part of the, it would be. It'd probably be too long for a movie, but make for a really cool uh, movie, uh, TV show. Uh, maybe on, you know, like on a streaming service or something. That'd be. That'd be really interesting, you know, to yeah, see that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, for these type of biopics that they want to tell, would be best as like a limited uh, TV series, uh, maybe ten episodes. Uh, <laughs> But I don't know if that's even long enough to tell a Ric Flair or a Hulk Hogan biopic story, but you know. Uh, but I think for I think for Hogan, if you're gonna tell the whole story, you got you got to tell it in parts. Uh, you have to do the initial uh, origin story, how he became Hulkamania and all that. But I feel you yeah. got to tell another movie how the NWO happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and his thought process going and making that decision, uh, you know, like that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, not just like a wrestling, trilogy. almost like a trilogy yeah. of 
like he he's starting out, you know, Terry Bollea, uh the way yeah. that he started out like in getting introduced into wrestling, you know, from bodybuilding and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, and that leads all the way to WrestleMania maybe and and all the stuff in the 80s and then like the next one will uh pick up uh end of the 90s leading into well, not in the well, 90s, I, but leading into the NWO stuff. Well, I was thinking, you know, if I was writing it, like the second movie can open up with him at the end of the WWF run, the steroids issues, then, you know, slowly leading into the NWO thing. Uh, but more so behind the scenes rather than what, what actually happened in the ring. You know, I, I love to see that stuff uh, more than, you know, just – um, kind of telling what he did in the ring, you know, what stuff we already know. Uh, let's see what happened behind the scenes, like, like him and Macho Man, how they were behind the scenes. Because we mm. hear stories one day they're great, next day they're not so hot, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, be interested to see uh, how, like, you know, uh, the thought process when uh, Vince McMahon was held up for money. From Warrior yeah. or something like that, you know, and and, and shine light or even the bad stuff like that, the controversial stuff like that, where uh, yeah. I think Sid Vicious also tried to hold him up, you know, and uh, you know, just like display all that and and talk about it all and 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 how, you know, and how Brett really felt when uh when Hogan came in uh that one WrestleMania and and uh stole the show, you know, after the Yoko, the Yokozuna one. Uh, the one is yeah. the Caesar Palace, because I know Brett yeah. was ticked off. You know, Are you, I mean, I would have been too. I mean, if I was the champion and I was not supposed to drop it for a long, long time, but they was like, "We're gonna give it, we're gonna drop it to Yoko, then Hogan's gonna beat him <laughs> in nine seconds." I mean, that would have ticked me off too. I mean, I just, I'm being honest, and and, and it and it ruins uh, Brett's. And I know we ain't even supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> but it ruins it ruined Brett's build up. It ruined his uh his motivation. And Brett was like billed as the excellence of execution. And he was legitimately for me as a kid growing up watching him, watching him be a baby, um seeing him come out and do his thing. It really it really for me made me feel like, oh man, this guy is, you know, he's taking that he's filling that role where, you know, we don't have Hogan right now. You know, like like we did. You know, it was like getting yeah. past that time frame, and 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 it was and the, and there was an era of shifting from Hogan and Warrior and Savage, Savage and stuff, shifting more towards Brett and Sean and you know people like that. The the guys can that can actually not not saying Macho Man couldn't go in the ring because he could go in the ring, but going to the more of the technical guys in the ring that can tell stories in the mat on the mat, you know, and so. Yeah. Uh, and and the, but to have him to drop the title like that to Yokozuna, no offense to Yoko, I, I enjoy Yokozuna, but it's just it was just like for me as a kid, I was I was confused watching that, you know, <laughs> and watching that and seeing him and then seeing him Hulk Hogan come out, like I honestly didn't understand what was going on. I thought it was it was very confusing for me. Yeah, I remember I didn't see it live or anything, but I remember. Hearing about it, I was like, Hogan's the champion? What? Tag team champion? <laughs> it's like, no, nah, he's, the, he's the world champion. I was like, how's he the world champion? He wasn't even in the match. 
Yeah, I remember. Then I saw it, and I was like, I love this because I'm a Hulk Hogan fan. But I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, you know, because at this time, you 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 know about contract signings. They they've done a few. At this point, uh, I remember Andre and Hogan's uh, at the Royal Rumble. Um, you just don't, even as a 10-year-old at the time, you just don't, it don't make sense, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know. And plus, Hogan had a shiner. He had like a yeah. black eye during this time because of, uh, I forgot who, who I, I think legitimately he got punched out by someone. I forgot who it was, I, but uh, I've heard I've heard stories that it was Macho Man, but I I don't know. But I, I remember they said he got beat up at the gym, like he got jumped by uh, like yeah. they they tried to spin it to like Yoko and Mister Fuji did it or something or somebody I don't know, but it just yeah in real life he got beat up. You know, it's like Shawn Michaels when he had that shiner in real life he just got punched out. That's what it was. Some some like yeah. Somebody, uh, yeah, he get beat up by those uh, supposedly Marines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which uh, Bulldog said there was just one guy that did it, but you know, I mean, he would know he was there. He didn't help Sean. So <laughs> come on, Bulldog, watch. come on, come on, come on, Davy. You're a but, big uh, dude, yeah. too. Come on, Davy. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, I'd say it was Macho Man. Didn't like how he was doing business. Because Macho Man at that time really wasn't wrestling. Uh, they kind of made him a commentator, so. Mm-hmm. He, I, that's who I would say it was. Because he was like the locker room leader at that time. Even though he wasn't wrestling. You know. Mm. He had he had the respect. He had he was the Undertaker, basically. At that point in time. And uh, as, as far as respect in the locker room goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the person before Taker was... Uh... Was actually Andre. He was that uh, guy that yeah. people pay respect to in the lo- in the locker room. Uh, yeah, uh, I do. I do remember that Mancho was uh, doing commentary because that's that's where the beef with uh, the uh, the feud between uh, Jake Roberts and Savage because uh, he he he, uh, he got him to come off of the come from the commentary booth and come into yeah. the ring and stuff like that. And that's when he uh, ended up beating him up and getting him tied into the ropes and the most devastating thing for a kid to see Randy Savage getting bit by a cobra, you know, yep. <laughs> just like, you know, Hey, I didn't know what to think. I remember as a kid watching it. I know we ain't even supposed to be talking about wrestling in this show, but, uh, uh, I remember watching that man. And I was like, so devastated. Like I was devastated cause I was a Savage fan. And uh, yeah. and also I was confused because I was a Jake Roberts fan, so I didn't under, I didn't understand the concept of people becoming bad guys like that, really. Yeah. You know? And so it was just like for me, yeah. I, I, how old was like it's probably in, like I it's probably like ninety one when it eighty ninety eight ninety one. Yeah, it was ninety one because uh, uh, that's when Undertaker uh, beat Hogan for the title around that time. Then they had that rematch when Jake and uh, a Macho Man had their match at that Tuesday in Texas. It was in '91. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember more stuff during that era, probably than any era. It's just more memorable. Uh, I guess because I thought it was real. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
can't fake a snake. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like eight years old back then. So, you know, at the end of the day, he was he was bit by a snake. He was, and like literally bit. It was devenomized and stuff, but still, it just and Savage went for it, man. Hey, brother, yeah, just let the snake just bite me, yeah, yeah, just let it bite me right there, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> he just left. But no, to answer your question, I would be down for a Ric Flair bi- biopic. <laughs> I know there's a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. How could you not? I mean, as a wrestling fan, not be down for Ric Flair biopic. How could you, as a wrestling honestly, fan, not not be down for any type of biopic for any wrestler? Honestly, because like they all have interesting stories. You know, um, they all, especially the people in the era that we grew up watching, they had interesting stories. I'm still waiting on an Andre biopic. It'd be it'd be interesting. You know, um, I've heard he's getting one, but I don't I don't know who you get to play him. I would say yeah, show, I mean, but but still, I can't divorce show from Big Show. You know, Paul White is Big Show. Yeah, you know? I, I don't. Maybe that one basketball player, like George Mirson, a big mm. big dude. Uh, I don't know though. I mean, I, I'm sure they would find somebody, but yeah, I, I can't see Big Show doing it. We, he's just too known. Um. And now, he's, a, he's a wrestler of his own self. Yeah. And I, I don't know. He might do it, but. I always counted, uh, and I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I, I always counted um, uh, Billy Crystal's My Giant as a, yeah, an official. Guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's still living. But uh, but uh, I, I've, I always counted that as the unofficial Andre biopic. Because uh, uh, Billy made it. Uh, in memory of Andre, you know, because um, you know the, him, him and Andre became friends on the set of uh, the Prince's the Prince's Bride, and um, and just you know, it just it just I'm sorry, I'm getting because I really I, I cried when Andre died. I was really hurt over Andre's death because um, he was growing up as a kid in the '80s, man. It's like, yeah, like he was already larger than life, but he was really larger than life. Like people like him and Hogan and Junkyard Dog and Savage and Ron- Roddy Piper and Jimmy Snooker and you know these guys, they were oh like these big real life cartoon characters, man. And for a kid growing up in the eighties yeah. watching wrestling, it was just like, and then when you get to go see him live in person somewhere, oh my goodness, like what in the world? You're like, whoa, there's there's Hogan. You know, there's Undertaker. He's real. There he is. You know. Yeah. I teared up for uh Macho Man's and Piper's. More so Piper. Because uh I met him WrestleMania Access. And uh just it was a it was it was an experience to meet him and talk to him for a few minutes. Uh, it was just, it was unreal uh, how he was. Uh, so he just seemed like a down to earth guy. I mean, just a simple down to earth guy who loved this, you know, not just the business, but loved meeting the fans and just, I, it was awesome meeting hmm. him. So I, I teared up more for him because I had that moment with him and 
uh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I got to so, see him. I never got to meet him. I got to see him in Nashville uh, when they came down one time uh, and performed uh, for like a SmackDown event. It was actually a SmackDown yeah. tape, uh, taping or a live show. It was the one with um, it was one with uh, with Austin. I believe it was SmackDown when Austin uh, stayed behind and started talking, uh, ribbing the crowd. I believe that was it. It might have been SmackDown or Raw. I seen both events down there, and they both run together. But I do remember getting to see uh, Roddy Piper. I believe Hogan was on one of the shows, so it was I was able to see them in person. I never was able yeah. to actually meet them, so it's a, a, a it's a it's got to be an amazing feeling for you to have met Roddy Piper. So, yeah, it really was. Um, I met Kevin Nash as well. <laughs> that wasn't as pleasurable though. <laughs> he didn't you, want to be there. You could just tell he just didn't enjoy it. Kane, same way. He didn't seem like he enjoyed it. But I tell you, one guy that did enjoy it. That's Seamus. And Christian, those guys enjoyed meeting the fans. Seamus uh, is absolutely the, uh, and I could just say this from he is absolutely the sweetest wrestler I've ever seen in my life, and uh, and I say that from when they was down here here in Bowling Green at the show, um, and he was leaving. He signed when he was walking out the building. He signed everybody's autograph, but then as he was driving away. Is rolling somebody up in a wheelchair, and he stopped the car and got out and signed that person's autograph. And and I just went up to him. I didn't get an autograph from him. I said, "Hey, brother, I just want to shake your hand." He said, "Hey, thank you, brother." You know, it's just he's just the sweetest guy. You know, Randy Orton yeah. is not the sweetest guy. Randy Orton's a prick. Uh, you know, uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's oh. a prick. Uh, and uh, I believe it. And uh, what's the name? Evan Bourne, Evan Courageous, or Evan Bourne at the time. Um, he was uh, he was really sweet. He came out and ate his lunch, talking to the uh, people out there waiting to, waiting on the show. You know, so there are some wrestlers that is truly really sweet. I met Stevie Richards once. He was really sweet. You know, but not every. You know, some of them can be just like pricks. Abyss is really nice. Yeah, nice guy. I haven't met him. Uh, I also met Cody Rhodes. He, he was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> That's cool, man. I didn't know you got to meet Cody. Yeah, uh, I had a Seamus shirt on. It was the second day of Access, and I met Cody, and Cody says, you a Seamus fan? I was like, yeah, I love Seamus. Yeah, I'm glad he's got one fan. <laughs> he said, I'm just joking. I love Seamus. He's, he's awesome. Uh, he's a good guy. And he's like, I think Cody was fighting Big Show at that WrestleMania. Mm. And uh, he, he was just—he was—he was awesome to meet. Uh, Michael Cole was awesome to meet. Jack Swagger really? was there with him. Um, Jack, of course, was well. Jake Hager uh, now, but uh, he's kind of like he is in AEW with Michael Cole. Just stood there like a bodyguard. Just <laughs> didn't say but, nothing. Just but Michael was cool though. Michael Cole was cool. Yeah, yeah. I told him I was texting Jerry. That's their match. He said, "Uh oh, <laughs> yeah, he was cool. He 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 was digging it. He was having all fun. That was his fifteen minutes." <laughs> Man, see, that's cool though. But see, it's cool when you meet people that are like don't get too hyped up by who they are. It's like, oh yeah, whatever, kid. You yeah. know, 
uh, like I, I got the, I think in one of the house shows, um, uh, big show shook my hand and, but he was a really sweet guy. I, 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 if anybody I believe is really sweet in real life, it would be Paul white, a big show. Um, and, yeah. um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I got to meet some of these really cool people, man. But yeah, it's kind of dope though. You know, I never got to go to a WrestleMania. I know we don't, this is about 30, 40 minutes already. Um, I know. <laughs> we'll uh, just relate this. We're going to probably, uh, got any more movie news? Cause we'll probably cut this and then come back after the word from our sponsor and nah, come back no into the rest of the show. All right. Well, we'll be back after the word from our sponsor. And you're going to probably hear our voice within the sponsorship. Just gonna- Welcome back. Aaron Whitlow. Oh, and I'm Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, we rehearsed this several times, man. Come on, man. Hey, and this is... All right, so I just want to play a little snippet of our opening moments from uh, last year. Uh, it's been a year, Brandon. We've been it on has. this crazy road together. Started out in my vehicle uh, with an iPad that went off halfway during the shoot. And a uh, different name for the show at that point, A and B movie show. Um, and uh, I'm not in, he's the beat. <laughs> and don't get it wrong, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And uh, yeah. it, <laughs> made me laugh, made me smile, man, because we did rehearse that and I still screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a little bit more. Wait a minute. Brandon. 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 <laughs> We're not restarting this, Brandon. We're going to continue this. With this story on the first inaugural episode of the A&B Movie Show Podcast. I am the A of the A&B. He's A, I'm the B. He's the B. Don't think you're wrong, though. <laughs> we, Please don't. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on today's uh, inaugural episode, we're going to be uh, discussing uh, several different things. First thing that we were wanting to really touch on is us. <laughs> no, us, but the movie Us. We're not going to touch us. <laughs> we're going to review it. We ain't going to touch us. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, uh, for those that isn't aware, so... Um, Mark out the mark out uh mark out roundtable started as a group of friends getting together at like B dubs talking about uh watching wrestling uh pay per views back you know Brandon when there was wrestling pay per views you know to go yeah. to restaurants and get wings and stuff like that and enjoy the show uh and we would get together and we would just like talk about wrestling and things like that and movies and things like that and um and then we thought well that would be kind of dope to um uh it'd be kind of dope to do this as a actual uh thing you know so we you know we never was able to get together but then last year you know uh, you know it was like 
hey man, let's just do it. Let's go ahead and do a podcast. And I didn't know. And yeah. the first time we did it, we didn't even have Anchor. We used, uh, I think, I think I recorded either on my phone or just SoundCloud. I forgot which app that I used. I think it just on my phone. Yeah, um, I can remember you asking me, and I was shook. <laughs> it was so shocking. I, I wasn't expecting it. Um, um, it was a weird time. It wasn't a good time at all in my life. Uh, bad time. Uh, so I was I was going to say no. I had made a decision to say no. Uh, just, you know, out of respect, I just was going to say no. Uh, and I talked to a friend. Well, I talked to Beth first, and she was like, you should do it. And I was like, uh, I think it'd be best if I don't. I don't want to cause any hard feelings towards anyone. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. Um, then I talked to a friend and she was like, you should do it. Sometimes you have to do stuff for yourself. And I want to try not to get emotional here. <laughs> but, and I thought about it for a while. I was like, when is the last time I've done something, you know, for myself? And, not put other people first. Mm. And honestly, I couldn't remember, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I told you I was going to do it. And I was so scared that first episode. Cause I mean, me and you, uh, we were friends, but I didn't feel like we were close friends. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. We, so I didn't know if the chemistry was going to be there. I didn't know if I was going to be any good. I, you know, I just didn't know it. And, um, but I think it turned out all right. I think, you know, even though I screwed up that first episode, I actually screwed up the second episode too. Yeah. You didn't count it. I was going to say that. I was going to say that the second episode as well, because we went to try to do the opening. It's before we had the whole, uh, Aaron Whitlow. Um, you know, uh, Brandon Spivey. Yeah. We are the Mark and Movie Podcasters. You know, before we had that little opening, we just yeah. and 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 you know, we just tried it. And um, but yeah, so the A and B Movie Show. Uh, it was just uh, it was a name that Brandon came up with actually. And um, you know, we thought, well, hey, let's try that. But then uh, I just wanted us to have a little bit of a something that kind of stuck and snapped and popped and had a little. Uh, had a little character of it, you know, and we used to refer to ourselves as the Marks, you know, you know, for the Mark Out movie or Mark Out Roundtable, you know, yeah. and, and and I thought it would make sense for us to just be the Mark Out movie podcast, you know, because we mark out because you can take you can still be the same type of fan in wrestling and apply that to films because we mark out for films. We mark out for great acting, great action, great mm -hmm. horror. Great suspense, great drama, great storytelling. We so we mark out for these things. So why not mark out over movies, you know, together? And that's what we did. And uh yeah, man, it's been a ride. Um yeah, we try to work out the kinks um a few times. And I think that though doing doing a podcast with you, you and I have grown closer as friends. I count you as one of my best yeah. friends, actually. Uh yeah. Yeah, I, look, I mean, it's been a great ride, and and I th I think if anyone's listening to this that you know that's wanting to start a podcast, 
and you're scared or whatever reason, you, you should just take a leap of faith in yourself. You should bet on yourself. You never know. Uh, for me personally, I look, I would never say I'm a great podcaster, but I will say I have fun with it. And that's the most important thing for me. Because I wasn't having much fun a year ago before it. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. doing nothing. wasn't I wasn't able to work due to my back, uh, you know, which still causes fits to this day. But I do have a podcast. And I, I was missing some things that were important in my life. Um, I ain't going to get into everything, but I'm just saying I'm this podcast has been something, it's been something special to me. Um, uh, it just, it's helped me grow as a person. It's, uh, it's funny to say that a podcast could do that, but it has, uh, I appreciate everyone in my life that's in it. And, uh, I hope they know that. Um, but you know, as far as me and you, yeah, me and you have grown closer as friends. I consider you one of my best friends as well. Uh, it's just, it's been a ride, uh, a good ride, a ride that I needed. Hmm. I, I would say it was a ride you needed as well. I, I think it brought a positive change in your life as well. I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, this, this podcast has been a, um, it's been a, you know, it's been a, a crazy ride, a great ride though, because we've had, uh, like for, for me, it's just I need I want an outlet because I love talking movies. I've always anybody knows me knows that I love talking movies, and uh and to be able to just have a podcast and be like you know what let me go ahead and review review a movie real quick on the podcast and just put it out there and thank thank nothing ever just put it out there. Next thing you know it's crazy because we get to see the analytics you and I Brandon and sometimes we see that people like as an episode you know. Um, on uh, the Chernobyl <laughs> series, yeah, is on HBO that has had so many listening listens. It's crazy. I just wanted to do it because I enjoyed the show and I wanted to talk about how much I like the show, and and it has had so many listens and uh, you know, and I'm just amazed by that. And then just to hear, like, honestly, throughout my day, whenever Brandon has a, whenever you have a, um, a review out. You know, whether it's me uh, getting ready in the morning or just driving somewhere, I just pop it on and listen to you <laughs> and and sometimes correct you whenever the <laughs> name is wrong or whatever. But it's uh, but it's it's I love hearing hearing it. And I love your growth, not only your growth as a individual, but as a uh, critic and knowing that you are a film critic and I'm a film critic, you know, even though we might be lower level tiers of we're no we're nowhere near like Roger Ebert them you know but we're film critics we watch movies and we critique it and we also don't bash people that don't like the movies that we don't like or love the movies that we you know we don't do that we we yeah. realize that you know as you say and that's one of my favorite things that you say is that uh, it's um it's subjective film is subjective so uh yeah it, it, you can have I can, I can absolutely love Biodome, and somebody else thinks it's a piece of crap. Which I love Biodome, <laughs> and I'm okay with that because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Why? Because I just like Polly Shore, and I like him in that movie. You know, it's silly. It's it's just silly enough for me to remember. And so, and you can love yeah, a movie, uh, 
Uh, yeah, like, uh, well, out of recent memory that I know you didn't like, you hated, was Child's Play. But, you know, it doesn't take away my experience from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, I could, I mean, there's, I mean, there's several. I mean, No Holds Barred is one that I, it's a guilty pleasure, I guess. Uh, I absolutely love it. I know it's bad, but I love it. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about it. Still, my experience, it's, you know, my feelings. And so I'm okay with it. And the rest of the world could hate it, but, you know, I I'm think, cool with it. I think you like the, I think you like the Dookie line in that movie. I'm not sure, but I think that's what, what oh, draws yeah. you into it. Dookie! <laughs> but, and uh, also, what's that, sm- what's that smell? I, I love Hogan's lines. Yeah. I get a kick out of him trying to act. I really yeah. did. <laughs> Yeah, it was, hey, and I was a big fan of Hogan as an actor growing up. Uh, I like I liked Suburban Commando. Shoot me, I liked it. Um, uh, you know, just uh, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, plus, you have Christopher Lloyd in it, man. Can't go wrong, yeah. with Christopher Lloyd. But, um, but yeah, I, um, it, it, it was Christopher Lloyd, right? I'm not making. This oh yeah, up. it's Christopher Lloyd. Okay, yeah, Christopher I didn't. Lloyd. I didn't know if I just uh, Mandela affected my, myself right there. It was Christopher Lloyd. Okay, I just being sure. But um, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. But being in this podcast, doing this podcast, and even our um recording of our ads, like, you know, we don't do second takes. <laughs> what you hear is the first take for our ads, uh, for it, whether it was this Spotify or anything else that we recorded. Uh, so I love to hear you say distributing, distributing, because the way did you say it? <laughs> you try to catch up, but um, uh, you just. It's been a it's been a fun experience, man, and um, this um, I just enjoy it. And yes, to answer your question for me though, I it had it's something I really wanted to do in my life, and uh, and I couldn't have found a better person to have uh, did this experience with. And and it, I don't want people to feel like this is ending. This is a continual experience, but we're just talking about after a year of reflection. Um, yeah. yeah. I, just, uh, I loved it, and I love it. I love every moment. I look forward to podcast day. I really do look forward to days where I just – I could have went to work. That that week, a couple of weeks ago, I lost my job through, due to the COVID-19 and the restructuring that was going on in my company, and I was in, on such a downward beat, and I was so miserable and, uh, and, and self-loathing and things like that. But then recording that episode that Friday – it just uplifted my spirits because this podcast is uh, therapeutic for me. It's very therapeutic for me. It uh, it uh, allows me to talk to you, uh, one of my best friends, and talk about movies and um, and mark out about movies and and you know I really look I, every week. I look forward to it. And I look forward to everything we do, whether it's here, Letterbox, YouTube, anything else that we do. I just look forward to it. Well, uh, I do know he does look forward to it, ladies and gentlemen. I do know that. He tells me every time, every time. So I look, I've been looking forward to this all week long. Um, I will say this, though. When it started, you know, you know, I didn't really have like a blueprint of how this was going to go. I honestly didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't think we'd be here in a year, though. I, I I don't know. I just didn't 
I couldn't see that far in the future, I guess. I just, I didn't know. Well, first of all, I didn't know if I was going to be good. I thought I was probably going to suck, honestly. It's, I've always had an issue with speaking in public and whatever. And even though this is behind closed doors, still, it goes out to the world. <laughs> so I, I was very nervous, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and I've had talks with people uh, about doing a podcast before. And and usually at the end of the day, that's all it was, was talks. Um, nothing ever happened. And that's the same thing with filming for me. Uh, it just never happened. Uh, for whatever reason, people not want to show up or, or I don't know. It just never happened. That's all I know. So I was like, I got in my head. It's like, this wasn't going to happen. And it's like, okay. Because I got sick the week we were supposed to do it. And I uh, had an upset stomach. I think, uh, looking back, it may have just been nerves. Um, but I had diarrhea. I know I shouldn't say that, but I did. <laughs> yeah, he, and, he did, ladies and gentlemen. He said it, ladies and gentlemen. I did. That's I real. had diarrhea. It's out there. Yeah. And I had a week to think about it because I didn't want to cancel again. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do this. Um, and I was like, and something inside of me was just like, just do it. You know, something's, I felt that, that urgency and just like do it. And I did. And, you know, I enjoyed it. And I was like, I had fun, you know, and I didn't have a clue if me and you had any chemistry whatsoever. And I, but I felt the chemistry immediately. And it was, it was lightning in a bottle. It, it really was. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's been fun. And, and I don't know where it's going, you know, how far, how big it could get, but I, I I'm going to enjoy every second of it. It's, I've always said, enjoy the moment, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy the journey. Uh, don't look too far ahead. So that's just kind of what I've been doing. Just enjoying the moment, you know, so. And that's it's a good. blast for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. We definitely <laughs> have had, I've had fun. Um, you know, the first thing we did was uh, us, which is um, yeah. a movie that we were looking forward to, but then we, uh, after watching the movie, uh, it, you can hear it all of Brandon in that first episode. Uh, Brandon talked about how much he really <laughs> didn't like the movie. Um, uh, and uh, and and there's moments that I really liked in the movie, but over overall, the ending of the movie didn't really sit well with me. Um, but that was the first one we did, and then we also did after that Pet Cemetery, um, yeah, which we dug. We dug, we liked it. Um, you know, we, uh, and now if I was to revisit it, well, I still like it today. Um, I'm not sure because now I've let other things influence my thoughts on it, you know, like other critics' reviews and stuff. Uh, but you should never do that, Aaron. I know I shouldn't, but you know, I, I didn't realize that it was one of those uh, projects that they'd try to hurry up, push out so that they can, uh, make more money before the, the uh, rights go back, transfer back to Stephen King. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And so, you know, that I didn't know that that's what it was. And I always thought that I would have liked it more if I'd never seen the trailer. If I'd never seen the trailer, I would have I absolutely loved that movie. Um, and then uh, 
we did Shazam. I'm not going to go through all these. Uh, Shazam. Uh, we did The Burbs. We did No Hose Bart. Um, we did a list of video games and different things and uh, uh, in-game. And there's been so many different yeah. movies and stuff that we've reviewed uh, over the over this year, man. And we try to put out two episodes a week. But now this year we scaled it back, obviously, to the one main episode a week. And then we may have either like Brandon may put a review up or I might have a review up or I might have a uh, analyze this with Quentin and or you might you might have a uh, um, action junkies. Yeah, I'm still trying with him. Uh, I think it's going to happen. He he asked me, how do how do I follow? So it shows me he's trying. So (laughs) so, Sean, if you're listening. Thank you. Yeah, and 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 uh, I'm just trying to get y'all and I'm just trying to get y'all involved. I, I, I said this from day one. Uh, if I ever was involved with the podcast, it, uh, eventually it might not be at the beginning, but eventually I would try to get my friends that wanted to do a podcast involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I'm trying to do. Uh, I think we're both trying that. Um, yeah, trying to you know let it grow. Uh, more shows. Uh, you said it. We're gonna be better than Collider. <laughs> well, like, I haven't seen Collider lately, so I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I haven't seen Collider. I, I, I'm not with them no more. I mean, I don't follow them at all because of how they kind of spoke about uh the people that they yeah. fired. You know, I didn't really ap- appreciate hearing that. But so yeah, that. So I haven't watched <clears throat> them since then, so I don't know what they're doing these days. Uh. But as far as Collider, I knew. I don't know if we could ever touch that. But, but you know, we're. I, I think we're cool being us. So uh, yeah, you know. And but, it's uh, not yeah. really about that. Mainly, it's mainly about just having fun, like, uh, like having fun doing these reviews and stuff like that, and and bringing on Quentin, uh, Quentin to uh to do to analyze this. You know, he's talked about doing a, a podcast before, so I was like, hey, let's just do this because it, it kind of ties into his background being a psychology professor at WKU yeah. and, uh, you know, and me being his former psychology student. So I really enjoyed my time in psychology, and I like to analyze movies and find out what they, what this means, you know, uh, characters' motivations yeah. and stuff. And so I, I love the series, and then I love the uh, action junkies because – it's two guys that love action films talking about action movies, man. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like that. And we want to get more people involved. Like you said, um, uh, Cody, right. Um, yeah. To do, uh, and Sean or they're, they're supposed to, uh, do, uh, uh, the Jedi Knights, a star Wars podcast, which, you know, me personally, I don't know much about. I said, I would, you know, I'd, I'd be there with them, but it's your show. It's just, it's, it don't count on me to be, you know, the lead of this show because I don't know much about Star Wars. And I, I'd say that to anybody. So I think it, Sean's kind of going to lead it uh, until Cody gets comfortable. Cody's a shy guy. So, uh, but hopefully it happens. I want it to happen for those guys so bad. Uh, I, I know their fandom for Star Wars is. It's as big as my fandom for Jaws or Rocky. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
it's huge. It's it's from here to the moon. I mean, and back. It's it's just big. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 hoping they get to do it. Absolutely. I, I really am. And I hope so too. Uh, and the whole the whole point is uh, to be able to have a podcast to uh, branch off and have other shows and stuff like that. Like we just launched this year, horror section, um, and uh, some shows won't won't be returning because we you know we just we have our main shows that we like to do the list uh does it hold up um uh uh versus mode and um and uh i forgot what other ones we do like those are the main ones that we do um (laughs) yeah those are the main ones we do together uh you do uh uh what is it Uh, Book versus movie. You yeah, do that. yeah, book v um, movie. Yeah. You do more of the clearing the queue than I do. I try to get one in once in a while. Uh, I've got in a few here lately because no movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, we're all clearing our queue uh, these days. <laughs> Thank you, coronavirus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do. What am I reading? Uh, if it's, I'm going to continue to do it if the book is good. Uh, if it's not, I'm not going to do it. Yep. <laughs> and I'll do one of my gaming, which I should be doing one of those. It's been a while since I've done one of those. I should be doing one of those in the next week or two. Um, Plus, you have I your. Yeah, um, th- uh, you have the um, um, marking it, marking out to wrestling. What is it? Oh, wrestling with marks. Wrestling with the marks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't really work solo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which uh, I don't mind. Uh, that, like I said, uh, we, me and Brandon was talking off, off the podcast before about maybe doing uh, an episode together with the wrestling with the marks, uh, and I'm yeah. I'm down for it because as you can hear from the first thirty minute uh, segment we had, guys, <laughs> we're fans of wrestling. I'm hey, yeah. even though there's nobody in the arenas right now, you know nothing's really going on right now. I'm still a fan of wrestling. I'm still going to be a fan of wrestling, you know, until I'm probably old and then about to be put in the grave or whatever, you know, hopefully I die first and then be put in the grave because that'd be weird. Um, but yeah, it would be, I don't know. <laughs> Some societies are, I bet, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be a fan of wrestling, man. And so, uh, on my shelf, if you look at my shelf, you're going to find a lot of horror movies and a lot of other different movies. But you can also find some TNA wrestling, some WWE stuff, you know, some some stuff like that, because I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Um, I'm more of a fan now of the older stuff. I like yeah. AEW, although I haven't watched it lately. Uh, but, yeah, I'm down for doing the wrestling with the marks. And uh, we were talking about doing one on uh, – Beyond the Mat, right? Um, yeah. You know, because it was on, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it was on Netflix, so. It was. Uh, last time I seen it, it was on Amazon, but that's been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on Netflix. When I bro- first mentioned it, I seen it on Netflix, uh, but, um, which we can still do that, um, but we're going to try to, I say that probably Brandon would agree maybe is trimming the fat when it comes to our channel and just getting the core shows that we, we focus on and just, and Brandon's going to put, put a list together of what we actually have and maybe 
and I'm cool with him putting together a schedule as well. Uh, man, I just want everybody to know how vital Brandon is for Mark Out Movie Podcast. Brandon handles all of our marketing as far as, like, you know, getting it out there promotion-wise on Facebook, Twitter, things like that. He does that. Um, he also keeps up with uh, the number of the episode because I don't be remembering for the life of me. Um, <laughs> and then he also keeps up with, uh, uh, like, he does, he's the stat guy. He knows the, what the movie has done, what it's pulling in, what it's pu- supposed to pull, pull in, and things like that, which, you know, and so he does a lot for the sh- for the show and for the channel. He is truly my right hand when it comes to the Mark and Movie Podcast. This is that's why I don't ever just call myself the host of the Mark and Movie Podcast. I always say co-host of Mark and Movie Movie Podcast because we yeah. are we're doing this together. This is me and Brandon. I got a little I got a little story for you about that. Oh. Uh, you because you know this to be true. Uh, when this thing started, I did not look at myself as a co-host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I looked at this. This is was your show, and I think it took me about six months <laughs> to be like, okay, I'm a co-host, uh, whether I want it, when I want to admit it or not. But yeah, I had people tell me, why do you feel like you're not a co-host? I was like, it's Aaron's show. <laughs> it's not mine. I didn't come up with this. It's it was his doing. You know, he asked me out of. I know, I know him. He's he's got, he knows a lot of people. He does. If you ever go anywhere with Aaron, he knows somebody that come in, that's coming in. <laughs> he just does. <laughs> that's true. So I, I felt honored, honestly, when you asked me, and and shocked. I said it earlier. I felt shocked because I, I did because I know you knew people that probably would have been, I don't know, a better fit than me. <laughs> that had never done this. Uh, you know, I wasn't involved in anything, you know, as far as talking, acting, or or anything like that. I wasn't involved anymore. I, you know, uh, but, yeah, I felt honored. Um, but, yeah, it took me about six months to get to the point where I looked at myself as a co-host. Um, and, you know, I tried to run everything by you that I do, Make sure you're okay with it. I still try to do that. I don't do it all the time, but there are some times I'll be like, are you cool with this? You know? Mm. And I think I do that but, to you uh, as well. I, I'm like, hey, man, what do you think? Yeah, about? you do. You yeah. do. And I was like, I don't know why it took me so long. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. If, I guess I kind of thought, well, after a couple of months, I was going to get replaced. Mm. I thought it was like a transition thing. <laughs> You didn't do anything to make me think. It was just in my head. I just thought, okay, you know, I'll be replaced in a couple months. No. But I don't know. I had a lot going on at the time, too, as you know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I just mentally, I just was not thinking right. Um, I was thinking about other stuff. And not really confident in in what. No, I was not confident. Yeah. I was not confident at all in my abilities to do this. Um, but I got there. Mm-hmm. Like I said in my last review, it took me a year. <laughs> but I got here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, I, I'm very honored to be in this 
position. Uh, as you you said, the mark I market I promote this and stuff. I'm vital to this. Um, I don't look at myself as being vital to this. I just I just feel like I belong. Yeah. Now, from where I was a year ago, or I didn't feel I belonged. Now yeah. I do. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But I still look at this as like this is like Aaron's baby. This is, this still is his show. Uh, you know, but at the same time, I feel like it's my show too. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's Sean's show. Uh, when he does action junkies, Quentin show, uh, Quentin show when mm-hmm. he, when he does, um, uh, analyze this, uh, because really yeah, those I, shows are honestly, and I don't mean to interrupt, but those shows are really our way of allowing them to kind of express who they are as well. As far as yeah. like, their characteristics and who they are, you know, like if you listen to the the last uh, analyze this on the platform, me and Quentin really, really went deep into that, that movie. And it's really, really deep stuff because it just, he brings out a lot of like things I didn't even think about. I'm like, Oh man, I didn't even look at it that way. It's right. You know, and, uh, and yeah. vice versa. So yeah. And then with Sean, I assume he, uh, really goes deep into like the action films and, and, and things. Yeah. He's got, when we do a review of a movie, I come in with nothing prepared to say, uh, I, I know it's his show, you know, it's, he's going to come in with five or six pages of something that he wants to talk about. And I'm like, I'm like, run with it. You know, I'll, I'll tune in. I'll, I'll, I'll say when I need to say, when I need to say it and, you know, just run with it, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been great you know we're giving first of all you gave me an opportunity to express myself through a podcast and we're giving others opportunities it's just it's it's a team mm-hmm. it really is follow on and uh, uh and we're excited to bring more folks into the fold uh later on in the in the, this year hopefully uh right now we ain't doing much because of this corona <laughs> But yeah, but uh, but we are planning on bringing more people in. I've been in talks with people. Uh, Brandon knows this, and and nothing is happening outside of us not knowing it. You know, because it's at the end of the day, the two main people to know what's going on with the Market Movie Podcast is me and Brandon. We uh, we both know what's going on, and um, and uh, and I do want to mention real quick, uh. Also, this the origin of uh, not only the Mark Out Movie Podcast, but it came from on YouTube. I was a part of a group called the Swoop Squad with uh, Ken Whalen. And um, a lot of the titles like uh, Versus Mode or, uh, you know, um, things like that, like came from that the YouTube channel with him. And, and that started back then several years ago with us just like, I was like, hey, went to, went to, went out, I think I put it online at one point and said, hey, anyone interested in doing a YouTube show or something like that? <laughs> you know, with me? And then um, he um, he responded and said, hey, man, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it, you know? And uh, he would come over and we would actually watch a movie together, like literally sit here and watch a movie. And then uh, then after watching the movie, we would record real quick and do an episode and put it on YouTube. And, uh, and you know, just he helped fuel this fire to continue to do it. He's now since moved on to uh, get married, have children. I think he lives somewhere, you know, 
I'm not going to say his specific location because people are weird. But yeah, so yeah, he's moved on in life and, and thank God that he's doing things. He's successful and I'm proud of him. I love him and I thank him for uh, giving me an opportunity to express myself with the Swoop Squad and uh, and then uh, to later on turn that into uh, being able to do this with you, Brandon, um, with the Mark I Movie Podcast. Um, it all comes from other people pouring into other people with confidence yeah. that you can do this. And so he poured into me confidence with the Swoop Squad then. Oh, man, we can do this. Yeah, let's get together. Let's do this. You know, and uh, just give me just ideas and things like that. And then in return, me and you pouring into one another with ideas. And uh, like, and I never like, <laughs> like veto things. Like Brandon was like, hey, man, I want to do a, a book review. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Do it. <laughs> let's, that's good. And and I like to listen to it because sometimes you you have something on there. I'm like, I never read it. I listen to you talk about it, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Some of those book reviews I shouldn't have done, <laughs> but uh, those were the Fear Street books. I shouldn't have done those because it probably makes me look stupid. But <laughs> reading something that a fourth or fifth grader should read. But it was nostalgia. I read it when I grew up. I just, I wanted to, I have a system. I read three a year. But I probably won't do reviews on those anymore. It's just a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you, if you can find it, uh, Greenwater is really good. I love that book. I absolutely loved it. Uh, by K.R. Griffiths. Hmm. <laughs> it, it was really good. It was like the, let's see, how did I put it? It was... The crazies on steroids. Yeah, I remember so if you like saying the movie that. The crazies. Yeah, I think you'll love the book because uh, that's basically what it is. It's the crazies on steroids. Speaking of, um, oh, it was something I didn't put on the channel yet. Uh, I think I just put it on Letterbox, and uh, I'll probably do it on Stardust. But I did watch recently on uh, Shutter. Um, Daniel isn't real. Wow, that movie is like um, essentially. I, I, I refer to it as Drop Dead Fred on acid. And if Drop Dead <laughs> Fred was a sociopath, um, wow, yeah, it was. I I think I've seen it once. I think Beth really likes that movie. Uh, is that about the imaginary friend? Yeah. Like an older man. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think. Yeah, he. Well, you, are you talking about Drop Dead Fred? Or are you talking about Daniel wasn't real? A Drop Dead Fred. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Daniel wasn't real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drop Dead Fred is about. He's an imaginary friend that. Yeah. Becomes. Okay. Uh, you know, Phoebe Cates is in it. Um, yeah, he's an imaginary friend from like. Britain. Britain. England, uh, what do you call it? English, England? Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember it. <clears throat> but yeah. so I was thinking that's what it was, but I, I couldn't recall. Yeah. I heard that movie I doesn't. I was mistaken or not. I heard that movie does not hold up. But uh, but yeah, I mean, mainly I just wanted to say that I, I, I enjoyed that movie. I didn't put a review on it uh, because uh, on the channel because I just didn't feel up to it. But um 
<laughs> but I did like it. Um, Daniel is a real one so I'm referring to. I did like it. It's a really crazy, crazy movie that uh, is just I, mockers. I have a question for you. Yeah. Since we're discussing the origin of this and the, where we've grown, um, when we started this, where did you see it going? Knowing that me and you had never done anything like this before. Well, you know, honestly, there was moments where I was like, man, should we do this? It, it, you know, I was doubting myself, like, uh, who am I to put a podcast out there, you know, and uh, try to do something that so, you know, I didn't know of, I didn't know of Anchor. I didn't know Anchor existed. Like I said, first episode, we used just my phone. And then I didn't know what I was going to do with the sound wave. I was like, I don't know how to get it out there. And then I was like, sound, uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, let's put it there. But um, yeah, uh, because a buddy of mine does a podcast on SoundCloud. But um, but yeah, I was like, I was just, I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know that it was going to turn into um, every week we doing an episode. Like, like we, you know, and um, I didn't know it was going to, turn into what it has turned into. I thought, well, we'll do this and uh, it'd be fun. And, um, and honestly, I thought that it was going to, I was like, but I don't know how we're going to do this. Cause the first episode I was like, man, it's, it takes so long to load up and everything. Uh, but then we, we found anchor and it sounds like a commercial right now for anchor, but I'm not trying to make it be that, but I'm just being real. Um, it found anchor and anchor app literally does make it easier to, to do the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, it, it really, you know, you say, you hear us say it in the commercial our our little promo for it, but it's true. It's, it's, it's app actually does make it easier to do the podcast. And it made me feel like I'm a legitimate podcaster in within the app. So I feel like in doing this with you, I felt like we, uh, that now, like after getting into a spin of th- a swing of things, I would say around it's probably around episode. <clears throat> let's see, I'm looking at our history here. I would say um, it's probably around um, the burbs. I would say uh, is when I felt like, oh man, we um, like maybe Cobra Kai. When we when we reviewed Cobra Kai, I felt like that we were uh, like really hitting something, really owned to something, and um, yeah, and that we was really getting our footing. And like the first few episodes, you know, you could you could tell that we're trying to figure out who we are and what we are. Because I must mention, Brandon on the first episode pulled out some type of weird British accent that came out of nowhere. <laughs> but or maybe the second one, Bundy Spivey here. Like, what in the world, Brandon, is going on with you? <laughs> What's going on? Where is it coming from, buddy? I was uh, I was testing the character out. <laughs> like, this is like for me, like I'm real, <laughs> but at the same time, I I feel like I'm acting again. It's weird. <laughs> it really is weird. It fills that void of not being able to act anymore. Um, so, or I haven't acted it 
since 2000, I think 10. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, so uh, it fills that void because I was missing that void. Uh, you, people that have never done it don't understand. Once you get it and you, you get hooked into it, it's 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 like a drug. <laughs> and I I hadn't had it and I've been wanting it and I couldn't do it because my back. At least I, I can't. I know I can't do it full time. Maybe I could do a scene here and there, but no. Or one of your short films. I probably could manage to do that, but like a full feature all the time. I know I can't do that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, it's, it felt that void and, uh, it's just, it's been an experience, been a ride. It really has. I feel very blessed, honestly. No, very blessed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's, and that's where it comes, you know, you feel blessed. Um, doing this and doing these reviews i just realized i i forgot that you did a review of action jackson so yeah yeah i did a review of action jackson but, it probably wasn't good but i probably did it i mean it was early it's on it's out there but uh no i it's mean out there. but we but honestly i think that the more that we do it uh the better we we get now at one point we were doing it in person with one, each other here uh you know, with the, uh, you know, just recording through the, uh, with the microphone, I had an exterior, uh, uh, omni, omnidirectional mic, I think, that I had plugged in. And, uh, and we was doing it in person. Uh, but, you know, we moved this because the, of convenience as well to do it from your home and me do it from here. And I think that, yeah. uh, first few times of us doing it, it felt like us doing it all over again for the first time. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know if we had to watch, we had to listen for when one was talking, and the other course, we would interrupt each other. It, it was very difficult the very first time. I will say that uh, it was like I don't know if this is working, you know. But uh, yeah, more we do it, the more I think we get better at it, uh, especially through this uh, on the microphones and stuff and recording um you know uh i I think we get better each time Mm -hmm. so it is almost like starting over (laughs) but yeah i think i think we get better each time yeah i do too i think that we really do and uh, i think that the show um i think the show gets better each time we uh we have a theme we uh like i said i'm trying to introduce more stuff on youtube maybe eventually we have brandon do it as well uh but brandon does brandon holds the fort down on letterbox man i tell you that he's out there he reviews, he reviews everything he reviews freaking milo and otis or whatever you saw benji i forgot one of them but benji the love of benji i think it was called yeah so he, it was it's basically die hard with a dog <laughs> When you really think about it, I mean, it's it's an action franchise for a dog. I mean, I didn't know this. I had always known Benji was out there. I'm talking like it's a horror movie now, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I had never seen the Benji movies. They just didn't look like they would interest me and did not know that he was some kind of hero dog <laughs> that stopped criminals. I was like, 
I was like, wow. And Dawson was actually like saying, why, 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 why? And I'm like, I'm thinking the same thing. Why was this movie made? <laughs> but, you know, he, he enjoys it. And he's a kid, so that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. When he gets my age, he probably won't. But as a kid, you, you know, as kids, we enjoyed stuff that wasn't quite up to tea, up to whatever. Yeah. It just wasn't very good. Yeah. And then also... Uh, we like people will see on our channel. Sometimes you'll see me and Brandon have duplicate reviews up there because he, he, we're watching back when you know, back in the day when Brandon, when everybody went to the movie theaters and got popcorn and cokes and sat down with hot dogs and watch movies. You know, yeah. we won't do this for another year or so. I don't know when next time we get to do that, but, um, but uh, we will watch the movie and we wouldn't be able to record it together. Uh, we didn't even think about it probably at the time. Hey, let's just call each other and do it right, <laughs> do it like this. But yeah, uh, but we was like, hey man, you recorded and I recorded, and you would listen to mine, and I listen to yours, and then we would reflect on each other's w- within ours. Yeah. You know, we was like, well, Aaron hated this part, but you know, absolutely liked this part. You know, and, or vice versa, and uh, and that's the best thing I would tell to anyone also who wants to do a podcast. Is get a get a co-host that uh, you can trust to um, really like uh, really do the do the do the show justice and do it well, and not only that, but also not um, criticize you because you know it, you can some people can get really ugly and, and be like you know just because you might not agree with something and want to kind of tear you down for liking something you know or not. Which you know that's wrong to do so, you know. If if I like, for instance, fake Jason, it's okay. I like fake Jason. That was a fun movie. Dude got killed on the toilet. How many movies does that happen? It happened in that one. So yeah. Okay, what now? You like what? <laughs> you like what? <laughs> well, what did you say you like? I said I actually like fake Jason. I like I like I like that. Oh, fake Jason. Yeah. I knew I heard Jason, but I was like, "What are you saying? Is he saying fake Jason?" Yeah, faux Jason. Is he saying fake Jason? Roy, fake Jason. I'm gonna sound like Alan Iverson a minute and gonna say fake Jason five times. Practice. Uh, but <laughs> no, I mean, you know what? I mean, I don't hate that movie. Uh, it's not as we we did the re, you know where we ranked them and uh, it was lower on my list. I have a soft spot for all of them deep down. I mean, you know, I would choose. Well, I wouldn't. I I would choose any Jason Friday Thirteenth movie over a Leprechaun film. Uh, you know what? I don't critters. even really care well, for. It. I don't really. You know what? Maybe not critters. You know, honestly, I don't like the Leprechaun movies. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I look. My son stopped and looked at me. But anyway, yeah, I don't really. I I, I like the first one. Uh, this and then the rest of them yeah, got silly, like- and. I hadn't really looked at the hood stuff, so. Uh, I like the first one. Uh, part two's, it's. I loved it as a kid. Uh, it wasn't that great watching it as an adult. Um, third one's a little, I would say, a little better, slightly better. I actually don't mind one of the in the hood films. Uh, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, I mean, it's stupid and dumb, but it. I don't mind it. Uh, it's better than two and three, in my opinion. Uh, mm. But the one I really can't 
enjoy at all is the one where he goes to space. I think that's the worst. Oh, you talking about Leprechaun, Leprechaun right? Leprechaun movie. Okay. You know what? Yeah, we talking about Leprechaun. You know what? 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 what I inspired. You know what I was doing in my my brain when you were saying that? I was thinking think about Jason. And and uh, pretty yes, much every that, aspect of that happened in, in the Friday 13th film. Manhattan yes. was the hood, essentially. <laughs> then there's space. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I, Leprechaun in space inspired Jason goes to space. Uh Jason Etz inspired Jason Etz. I don't know why, but it did. Um, but I hate that movie. I hate, and that's why Jason Etz is probably worst on my list because it was inspired by Leprechaun Four in space. <laughs> how I want to know how one of the big three. I think he's the, he's number one, obvi- obviously, because he's my favorite. But I want to know how one of the big three gets inspired. A leprechaun allows the <laughs> leprechaun to inspire him. Like, oh, I like that little homie. Yeah, I mean, look, I love Warwick Davis's leprechaun. Who I, I think he's great in every movie he was in. He is. If you're gonna watch him, he's the reason to watch. Don't watch the Dare to Be remake. All of them. Don't watch the Dare to Be remake. Just leave that one alone. Oh God, no, no, no. Is there Hornswoggle? No. I tell you the best. Is there Hornswoggle? Yeah, yeah, it could have been anybody though, but yeah, it's it's not a leprechaun movie, but you know it is what it is. Uh, but honestly, I think the best leprechaun sequel is the one they did in two thousand eighteen. I think that's the best sequel since the first one, you know. And sadly, it wasn't Warwick Davis, and it's not a great movie, by the way. It's just that's how bad they are. <laughs> but that was. The best sequel, mm. in my opinion. Oh. It started off decent. Yeah. But it just, you know, it just didn't, wasn't good. It wasn't good. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, um, man, anything else you want to say as far as like, where do you see us going in the future as far as the podcast? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, actually. Um, I mean, as far as me, uh, like, personally coming up with ideas for future shows or, or people, um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of would like to do, but you're kind of kind of coming up with this. It, it, I mean, it wasn't my suggestion, but um, you're doing the comedy riffing of films, yeah, with somebody at some point. <laughs> somebody at some uh, point. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you asked, and I'm going to mention his name for the first time on the podcast. You asked Dustin do it and i just want to go on the record and say i have no issues with that uh i actually hope it happens uh because dustin would be good on that show he would be great because that's his thing he riffs things and uh, it would be awesome i think it'd be awesome i have no problems with it i would help promote it unless it was a problem no if he had a problem with me promoting it then i, I wouldn't do it no well no uh, well, it's Whatever. Yeah, it's it's our show, so. But, (laughs) but I'm just saying. But I think, I think he should do it. Like I think y'all should do Mm -hmm. it. So, but I, I hope that's what happens. Hope y'all do it, and I hope, hope y'all have a good time doing it. You know, Uh, 
I, I think a comedy show needs to happen, mm-hmm. and I know if it doesn't happen with him, you uh, you'll have to find someone else. But uh, now riffing's not my thing. I can't. You know, I just can't do that. Yeah, I understand. I don't have the talent. I understand. I don't have the talent for that. But yeah, I think it'd be great. You know, for y'all to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what's missing. Is a rifting or a comedy show? You know. Yeah. For the podcast, and that's what I want to do. Like um, that's what um, me and Ken had had something on YouTube uh, back with the Swoop Squad called "Publicly Dominated," where we would uh, look at publicly do- public domain movies, and we would record yeah. our own, like essentially riff track over it, and we just like riff them, like talk about it. Chad Winston was also involved with it, um, buddy of mine, and uh, we would just like really sit down and just talk about the movies and it was fun. But um, I just, I, I went back and watched that uh, the other day and I just was, I was cracking up with some of the stuff and nothing was written. We just look at it and just respond to it. <laughs> you know, it just, and that's what makes it fun to me. And so, yeah, I think that comedy show would be great. Uh, what, were, what else were you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, that's, basically the only thing i had i mean like i'm sure eventually i'll come up with something but you know we we've we got the horror section which could be multiple people mm-hmm. uh if it's if it's not just us i mean it could be like three or four people if we can get really three or four people that love horror films then that would be great to do but um if not me and you can do it just fine i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, uh, maybe uh maybe that would be the act- chris Maybe that would be when we can bring in Chris Gasky as well. I'm gonna mention him. Go ahead and throw yeah. his name out there. He's a guy that uh, we that uh, watches the show and um, and uh, or not watches but listens to the show, follows us and uh, promotes us really well. And so, uh, thank you, Chris Gasky, for me and Brandon both. Uh, we thank you and we are honored to have you come on and be a part of the show here in the future. And um, I also want to throw a shout out to Elizabeth. Elizabeth uh, Williams, because she actually from day one has supported the show, and I'm thankful for her as well. Yeah, she has. Uh, I would say she's probably our biggest fan because <laughs> she tries to listen to everything. So uh, I know she hasn't listened to anything in a while because we keep it too long. The virus has happened, oh, or the virus. Yeah, but you know, let's just blame yeah. the virus. That's what it was. It's not that we do it two hours now. <laughs> Well, she did complain about that. You're right. She complained that it was two hours long. Who's got time for two hours? But, yeah, I mean, she she, she listens to pretty much everything, though. Yeah, uh, that's good. Well, we thank you. But, uh, as far as, you know, as far as new stuff goes, I mean, we got, you know, we got our main show. Mm-hmm. Review whatever. Uh, we got the action show, the action junkies. Got the Star Wars hopefully happening. You got Analyze This. Mm-hmm. Got a comedy show that's in production. Um, um, I mean, I don't know what else we can uh, do. I mean, we're gonna have a. I, I'm gonna. I'll go ahead and name it. Maybe a movie spotlight or, or uh, uh, you know, Hollywood spotlight. I'm not sure. Um, and but where we will try to interview people. Um, like I've already spoken to several people. As Brandon knows, I spoke to yeah. like a, several people about coming on the show. Um, I just want to make sure we work out the sound and stuff because I I don't want that'd be th- so embarrassing for me if we get together and and it and it doesn't work out with the sound. So I want to make sure everything's perfect before we invite guests on. 
uh, to do stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to some of the people that uh, I made. I was able to talk to uh, that have done several different things in Hollywood. Uh, what from from being uh, the art designer on um, Nightmare on M Street uh, three and four to being um, other people to being in the movie to other people to uh, directing or uh, creating special effects in certain other movies, you know, so, and, and actually I'm friends also with somebody that was on walking dead has been on a walker on that show several times. So I love to bring them on and talk to them about their experience working uh, on the set of the walking dead. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited for what we do in the future. Uh, pray that, that by doing that, me and Brandon will be uh, interviewing these people. So we'll we'll try to have some questions, be professional, and um, have fun though, because that's that's what this is all about. It's not about money, because you know, me and Brandon can tell you we ain't got much, <laughs> but we do have. We don't actually. We don't. But you know, when we started this thing, I told Aaron <laughs> from the very start, I'm not doing this for money. You know, I don't know if he remembers I that, remember but that. I did tell him, uh, I was like, I- I'm doing this, uh, for fun. I'm, uh, I- and because I need something to do before I go crazy, just being at the house 24 seven. Uh, so I-, I, I needed it and, uh, you know, I got it, but, um, you know, uh, yeah, we do it for fun. You know, the- we do it because we love it and that's, I don't think there's any better reason to do it mm-hmm. than love. So that is the best reason to do something, no matter what you do. Absolutely. It's for love. So, yeah, and, we do it for love. And I have 108 subscribers now on our Mark Out Movie Podcast YouTube channel. Just throwing that out there, guys. Uh, but, yeah, um, I plan on doing more shows like, on YouTube as well. Um, I got a guy uh, named Bill Doris. If you ever want someone to um, – to edit your videos and stuff like that. He is doing that. Uh, he, he does a great, great price for it, everything. And, um, you know, recommend him more than I would recommend anyone else. So, you know, check him out. But yeah, we, um, um, yeah, man, I'm, I just been, I just been filled to the brim, man. Uh, we're doing this show with you, Brandon. And I thank you. I just want to let you know, I appreciate you. And I'm thankful that you are, uh, part of my life you've been a part of my life for years now but uh but this last year yeah. you know i'm thankful for the role that you've played in not only in the podcast but also just general like in my life honestly because um you, like i can truly say that you're one of my closest and best friends and uh the podcast is um really uh i, I love how confident you're getting when it comes to your your reviews and you, you're such a great writer <laughs> compared to me. Whenever when I write, when I write my reviews on the letterbox, it, I just feel like, oh, it's so so trash. But yours is so like I can read it and it really flows well. And uh, so I'm just thankful for everything you do. Well, you're you're welcome, and I, I feel the exact same way, honestly. Um, not just saying that, I really do. Uh, like I've said probably multiple times already, I like, yeah, I'm just honored, you know, to do this. Uh, I, I really am though. I'm really honored to be able to do it. Um, you know, uh, 
it's it was a it was a blessing in disguise really for me uh you know and i I know i've grown a little bit not just as a person but as as a podcaster uh you say a critic i say a fan uh i haven't got to the critic area yet Uh, yet. i don't feel i'm not there (laughs) but you know maybe i'll get there and you know um I just I, I feel good about what we're doing and, and the people we're trying to bring in, you know. Um, uh, hopefully, most of them come. Uh, as far as me, though, if people I got, um, I have one friend I would love to join. Uh, actually, two. I would love to join. Uh, one said he would love to do something with wrestling, but it's just him finding time. And I'm not sure what the other one to do, but... I, he, I know he's a big fan of like uh, artsy films, you know, like he likes the artsy soundtracks and stuff. So uh, he, I've tried to get him on for like a special episode where he could promote his art, you know, but I hadn't talked to him in a while about it. And he said he just wasn't comfortable yet. So I don't know. Uh, I really would love to help him, you know get his name out there somehow some way mm-hmm. uh but you know and, i don't know he he loves animated films we could do something with animation like, i guess animated like, like anime an animated like show. anime yeah okay yeah no no just regular animated oh, okay he may like anime as well i don't know uh, uh, being an artist i would assume he probably would like that too um i do want to bring but, yeah. up also uh uh also um Carrington, KJ, Carrington Jackson. So plan on doing some things with him as well in the future, uh, as far as like on the channel. Uh, uh, you know, mainly you might mainly see it more on the YouTube channel, I think. Um uh, but I like to actually do a commentary. I know Chris Chris is also say he's down to do it as well. Uh but just to look at a movie, we'll watch a movie at the same time, we just do a commentary track record a commentary track while we're watching the movie and just talk about like, you know, things, but I got to make sure that I'm better at doing that. Cause you know, it's gotta be a movie that I kind of know a little bit more about. I can't just, if it's something brand new to me, it wouldn't work. Cause I like you, I will have to watch. Yeah. I'll be watching the movie and not talking about it. But yeah. if it's a movie that I'm more familiar with, say like Halloween or something like that, I can, I can actually watch the movie and, and talk to do the commentary. Cause I know a lot of the stuff that happened in the film and the movie because I'm a Halloween fan. It is what it is, you know. And just like you with, uh, I would say you I, with Friday Thirteenth because you could say, "Hey, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Embrace your fandom." We do that here at the market. That's why we're the marks. That's what we do. But all right, well, this has been an hour and thirty some minutes now, uh, almost forty minutes. Uh, but we are not going to make it to the two-hour mark we're not doing that today but um next week we plan on coming back brandon do you know what we got yeah you said you're gonna do a list uh best uh tv tv characters right uh characters yeah let's do it yeah uh are we just uh, gonna limit to one episode or do you have anything else in the holster that you want to do uh I mean, I can get back with you. I haven't. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that question. Because so. technically, it's uh, your turn, I mean, right? I, yeah, be my turn after your next one. Too. Oh, so 
I mean, I guess we could do two. Yeah. Uh, I could think of something. Not, not like we're working these days. Not like there's a – not like you can go yeah. outside, like, everywhere you want to go. <laughs> you got to have fun. We just have you to – are we going to do – are we gonna do two in one day or do separate days? Uh, we can do. I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, we're talking about this like ain't nobody in the world listen to us talk. But <laughs> we're, we're, we're discussing, see. But I know for sure we have the list next week. And if we have anything else, it may be the a a bonus episode, or we'll do it. Um, maybe let it, release it the next following day. I'm not sure, but we'll see. But okay. All right. Well, uh, Brandon. After year one, you close us out. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, we appreciate this, especially on this episode. We appreciate you listening. Um, listen to us talk about how it started, where it's at, and what we're hoping for. Uh, Aaron's doing the YouTube thing, trying to get us more mainstream. Um, I'm pr- I promote wherever I can. <laughs> Um, we just appreciate you listening and supporting us um, more than you could ever know, uh, honestly, truly. Uh, we just appreciate that. But anyway, I'm going to close you out now after rambling about how much I appreciate you appreciating us and supporting us. We appreciate you appreciate us. Um, we appreciate it appreciating you. <laughs> no. Yeah. What Aaron just said. <laughs> But here, I'm going to close it out. I am Brandon Spivey. He is Aaron Whitlow. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters.